Section86.com. We're changing the world of podcasting one show at a time. One, two, one, two. Black and white, and soon we'll all. 
and welcome to Blue Ribbon Radio episode number 47. This is the very first episode, of, or the very first day, rather, of the Blue Ribbon Radio traveling tour of Awful. <laughs> that is fucking Andrew Mathis, who's returning from fucking combat to be on the show for the first time since fuck knows when. Uh, May. No, no, July. Fourth of July. That was the last time I was on the show. We did a so, show on the fourth of July? We did. We were drunker than fuck. That like, sounds about right. Yeah. And also, we're recording in T. Jr. of the Hockey Talk Hustlers house, and he is joining us. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> he, uh, you might remember he was on the show, um... September. Like episode, like, fucking something yeah. together. Sometime right then, it was right after I got back from Chicago, and I drank a lot and mumbled my way through the interview. 25, 26, something like that. Yeah, that sounds uh, about right. That one. He's got a show tonight in Birmingham, which we are going to. But for the moment, we are in Montgomery recording this show. We got a lot of good music lined up for you. Um, we're going to drink a lot, bullshit about some stuff. Andrew's going to tell some stories about all the awesomeness that's happening in the sandbox he lives in. We'll get T. Jr. to talk about some shit maybe at some point. I don't know. I haven't really thought this through. But uh, in the meantime, let's hear a song about someplace that we might all end up at the end of the night. Here's Alabama Chain Gang from Joey Alcorn. Yee, again. Satisfied. 
No, I, I, think, I, think it's, I think it's weird how, like, human beings are trying to control the population of animals, you know? Like, anytime the deer population gets out of control, some dude will literally get on TV and be like, all right, the deer population is up to about 17, 1800. Realistically, we need to get that number down to about five, six of them, all right? <laughs> to start them off, you got a gun, fucking shoot one in the face. <laughs> I'm just sitting at home like, what are the deer doing that's so bad for the environment, you know? They're gonna eat all the fucking grass. They're coming up to trees, just nibbling. Just nibbling. Dude, the deer didn't put a hole in the ozone layer, all right? That's not a bunch of dogs clogging up the freeways. It's us, right? We can fuck all we want. No one's gonna stop. You could have, you could have 15 kids, have a 16th on the way. No one's gonna get on TV and be like, all right, Paul is still fucking. Start them off, you got a gun, fucking shoot them in the face. Do what you gotta do, this guy, he's out of control. You can just keep banging away. You can just keep banging away, making one useless, mediocre, not gonna invent shit kid after another. <laughs> no, I don't understand people like that. So like, don't you realize after your third loser kid, you don't have the DNA to make somebody special? It's like, what are you doing? All you're doing, you're just making more in the way people just walking around, looking up at shit as you're trying to get down the sidewalk, you know? Oh, you know that dude, whenever you go into the deli, there's always that guy in front of you who doesn't know what he wants. Oh, what, kind of, what kind of bread is that? It's like, dude, stop making that fucking guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that dude, that dude is everywhere. <laughs> no, that's why I love old people. I love old people. They always with their family photos. Cracks me up. They always like, well, they're all proud. Like, well, we had five kids, and then they all had five, and da-da-da-da. <laughs> it's like, yeah, none of you did shit. I don't recognize anybody in that photo. You just made 30 people who are all taking a shit every day that ends up in a river. That's not a family photo. That's an environmental disaster, and you framed it. No, that's my solution for global warming. Everybody's talking about cars and oil. That doesn't matter. It's just too many people, you know, there's too many people doing it. It's just, you know, you want to help the environment, just stop fucking. Right? I'm not saying stop fucking, but, you know, pull out. You can still have your fun, right? But you gotta stop looking at babies like they're these cute things, all right? They're not. They are, they are cute, but most of them are just gonna grow up. They're just gonna end up being another shithead in like an SUV that doesn't pull out far enough into the intersection, right? Now you gotta wait a whole nother light to make a left, and you're just sitting there losing your shit, screaming at your windshield with this dude who didn't need to exist. It's like there's no reason for that guy. We got that guy. I don't know. That's my plan. They should just make babies illegal for like the next like 25, 30 years, right? That'd be great. Think about it. Somebody's born, three people are born every second to one person dying, right? So if you're not making anybody, it's like, bam, somebody just died, right? Somebody just fell down some stairs. Somebody just tripped over a skateboard, right? And you know what? Fucking lanes just opening up on the highway, right? You know, you get to work a little sooner. You're in a better mood. Dude, you get it down to like 30,000 people. 30,000 people will be the shit. Right? Super Bowl comes around, everybody can go. Right? 
Everybody can go. 22 you get to play. The odds of you making it in the NFL, it's ridiculous. Dude, even if you suck, you could still you could block on punts. You'd be like the wedge breaker, or maybe be that guy holding the first down marker. Like, yeah, I'm going to be doing something. You wouldn't have to recycle. Dude, there was 30,000 people, man. Everybody here, you could literally drive your own tank. You could drive a tank, you could throw toxic waste out the top. You could shoot a bald eagle right in the head. There's plenty of them. Plenty of them. Dude, they're shitting all over my tank. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah. 
just weren't meant to last. The things in the memory don't stay in the past. Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost couldn't save Johnny though he needed it most. Got in a fight on Valentine's Day. Johnny hit Janie and they took him away. Took him right down to the county jail. Janie pawned her ring so she could pay Miss Bell. Look, she was in love. Guess that old boy loved her too, huh? Johnny relapsed, Jamie followed suit, Katie went to Florida to live out her youth, all broke down on booze and pills, went for a drive on down to Rock Hill, with his foot on the gas and her heart on her sleeve, passed by Mount Market, 17, and he looked at her with a great big smile as he crashed in the back of a three-car pop. Oh, they were in love. Guitars and whiskey in honky tonk somewhere. The cowboy angel said, Here's one about a girl with flowers in her hair. Wildflowers asked the Knoxville boy, No, the cowboy replied. A wild rose like those that grows along the road, a slow burning suicide. Well, don't you cry for the cowboy angel It's too late anyhow He's too far gone, still riding on Your tears can't help him now Don't waste your love, sweet Magdalene It'll only slow him down Don't you cry for the cowboy angel Riding out to that sweet town From Babylon to Joshua Tree You could taste it in the air That grievous wine of sympathy And a cross no man could bear are you going, ask the Knoxville boy? Hell yeah, the cowboy replied. Then he blew his mind like a dandelion and rode off in the night. 
you cry for the cowboy angel? It's too late anyhow. He's too far gone, still riding on. Your tears can't help him now. Don't you waste your love, sweet Magdalene. It'll only slow him down. Don't you cry for the cowboy angel riding out to that sweet town. Don't you cry for the cowboy angel riding out to that sweet town. Swerving down Route One, they's going fast and lightning. Lord, I guess they's having fun. They tried to take the corner, but they couldn't hold the turn. And I saw them hit the tree line as their hot rod flipped and burned. Miller, Jack, and Mad Dog will do you every time, but they're no good for staying to the right side of that line. If Johnny Law don't get you, somebody else could die. So do yourself a favor, don't go driving while you're high. Hey! Yeah, I didn't know flamingos existed, yeah. I didn't think they were real. Exactly. 
Uh, wow. if, if, if you don't know what's going on there, go back That's and listen to said. episode number seven or ten or whatever the fuck fucking first episode I was on. Anyhow, uh, so do you believe in elephants? I do believe in elephants. They're they're big enough that I can, and I've never seen a pink fucking elephant. But uh, I, I suppose I believe in them. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> you know we we've been uh, moving along the progression of just absolute awful and fucked up humanity uh, over over the last what was about a year and two months now that we've been recording this show. November was one year. Yeah, yeah. So what does it mean to believe in an elephant? I, 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 I don't fucking know. You gotta have faith. <laughs> I have faith in elephants. I mean, it's a goddamn forty-ton fucking walking cow. I believe in that. You gotta go don't, to it might eat you. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> elephants do shit cows. Yeah, you know. But uh, they don't eat people though. Like the <laughs> I don't believe so. <laughs> Pretty sure that has never happened in the history of ever. <laughs> so as 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 some of you may or may not remember, I uh, for whatever reason. The, uh, is, is this fucking thing recording? Yeah, it's recording. Okay, Calm down, it's, buddy. It's not making any fucking little blue wavy lines. Alright, fair enough. Anyhow, uh, some of you may or may not remember that for whatever reason, the military saw fit to make me an officer in it and, um, uh, then sent me to fucking the Middle East where I could influence, you know, the, the war on terror. Well, I don't get to do it very often, but, uh, there was one day where I actually got to uh, got to be an actual fucking war fighter and 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 fucking fight the terrorists. And uh, you know, there's a lot of things that piss me off. You know, one of the one of the big things is the fact that I live in a goddamn country where I'm not allowed to drink at all. You know, there's there's no fucking booze or bacon. There's there's no pork in Kuwait, by the way. Uh, very that. much boo. Fuck. Fuck that, and it's fat fucking asshole. But, uh, so, and this is the fucking place they sent me to live. So, you know, I'm, I'm a fucking pissed off son of a bitch 90% of the time, but I have never been more pissed off than I was back in, uh, I think it was December. Fucking, we go up to Iraq, we're doing a uh, security mission for a convoy. And, you know, a fucking IED goes off. I've been hit by a couple of IEDs. Not my truck, personally, but, you know, the convoy got hit by an IED. Well, so we stopped because, you know, this fucking bomb just went off. You know, we got to go check it out. So I drive up, because I'm in charge of the convoy, drive up to the truck that got quote-unquote hit by the IED and got a fucking scratch in its paint job. And uh, these two fucks decided they were going to start shooting at me. I don't know what these fucking assholes were thinking, but they thought it would be a good idea to start shooting at the fucking truck that I was in. They weren't Americans. They, they were not Americans. No, you know they were they were fucking I, I don't know Kraplakistani. I don't I don't fucking know. They were in <laughs> Two Iraq. Borats. Yeah, yeah, they were, they were Borats. We're, we were in Iraq, and these assholes were fucking shooting at me. And like I said, I've been mad before. I've been just absolutely fucking pissed off. But I've never been show. more mad in my life. Then when these fucking assholes, they're laying behind a goddamn bush. There's like fucking 
hundreds and hundreds of miles of desert and a bush that they're laying behind. <laughs> they're not hiding from me. They're just fucking laying down behind a bush and shooting at me. Improv. So I fucking, you know, at this point, I'm so fucking angry. I don't even tell any of my fucking guys to get out of the truck and start shooting at them. No, no, no. I get out of the truck on my own, by myself, without giving any instruction whatsoever. Like a good leader. Exactly. That's how we do it. And I fucking, you know, just climb down out of the truck, fucking raise my rifle, and start shooting at these assholes. I shot three rounds, and I'm pretty sure two of them hit one of the assholes, the guy that was shooting at me, in the face. So, officially, one of the hosts of Blue Ribbon Radio has shot somebody in the face. Probably twice. But, he deserved it. Who else can say that? And, fuck him for shooting at me. Because that was the most fucked up thing I've ever experienced in my life. Who the fuck shoots at someone when they're in a goddamn up-armored army vehicle? He wasn't going to fucking actually kill me if I was in the vehicle. You know, he was a stupid fuck, and he deserved what he got, and I hope his face is smeared all over the desert. And I'm going to drink some more now. WTF, mate. A fucking convoy, man. That is Blue Ribbon Radio history. (laughs) Name one other podcast out there where one of the hosts has shot somebody in the face. Just thinking. Twice. 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 Same guy, face twice. (laughs) Have you ever shot anybody in the face? Uh... No comment. Yep. <laughs> Not with a gun. Not with a gun. I like I like the style, buddy. That's what I'm talking about. Took me a second. <laughs> All right. Well, goddamn. All right. Well, we're gonna play some more music, and uh, we come back. Uh, we'll have somebody else tell something awful. And uh, yeah. So. And if you shoot at me, I'll shoot you in the face twice. Yeah. If you shoot at Andrew, he will shoot at you back. That's his policy. So here's uh, the Hockey Town Hustlers with Blood Mountain on Blue Ribbon Radio, episode number 47. Woohoo! Late last night when I pulled into town, there was nobody hanging around. Oh. 
It's a scary time, dude. It's a scary time to raise a kid. That's the only thing I'm worried about. It's a really scary time, you know? I think, I think they're getting ready to, like, microchip all of us. I'm not even joking, dude. Have you seen that new Duracell commercial where that woman can't find her kid in the park? You know? Dude, what kind of a fucked up way is that to sell batteries? It's a little hardcore, don't you think? Don't you remember the old battery commercials? They show some guy in a rainstorm, right? Changing a tire, takes out a flashlight. Oh, thank God, Aunt Duracell. I can see how wet I'm getting. That was it. Now they're showing this woman she can't find her kid in the park. She's sitting there like, Kevin? Kevin? Has anybody seen Kevin? She's sitting there freaking out that she pulls out this device. And then all of a sudden, Kevin comes running out of the woods. And then just like, Duracell batteries. It's like, dude, fuck the batteries. What was that thing she just took out of her pocket? How did Kevin know to come out of the woods? He didn't have an antenna. His sneakers weren't glowing. What the fuck is in Kevin that is connected to that? No, don't just show me that like that's normal. Oh, yeah, remote control kids. Hey, let's go see mommy. Dude, that is some creepy New World Order shit. Evidently, it's a bracelet, and they just put the microchip in there. But that's how they're going to do it. They're going to scare the shit out of you that someone's going to take your kid. Ah, it's just a bracelet. But what if they take the bracelet? Oh, we'll just glue it to the forehead. Ah, we'll just sort of drill it in there. 
I'm telling you, whatever they're doing to dogs, they're gonna be doing to us in like 10 years, right? They got those six microchips with their balls cut off. I'm telling you. They're gonna have us on TV waiting to get rescued like some accountant looking all fucked up at the TV, right? That's what you're gonna hear in the future. That's gonna be the future. Dude, you hear about Eddie? Ah, they turned his chip off, man! Dude, the guy's fucked! He is fucked! He made one little joke about the government. Next thing you know, he had to buy around. His head wouldn't go through. They kept scanning it, nothing. He's outside screaming up at a satellite. Oh, turn it back on. Then I turned it back on. The dude's fucked. The dude is fucked. Dude, I ain't standing next to him. They're gonna shut my chip off. I don't even know that guy. Not too. Bankers, I think they, they run the world. Bankers run the world. According to my YouTube Wikipedia research, <laughs> Don't listen to me, I'm an idiot, but I swear to God, I think they do. <laughs> Fucking blowing off the president, you know? That's what killed me, nerds. Nerds run the fucking world. I couldn't believe it. Doesn't mean somebody big and scary, nerds. Remember those kids in fourth grade who would strike out playing kickball? Which is practically physically impossible. The ball was like half the size of your body, but somehow they do it. Big swing and a miss, Kenny Loper flying down the third baseline. Those are the guys. Dude, they, 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 uh. Can anybody explain to me the difference between loan sharking and banking? Is there any, is there any fucking difference at this point? This one guy was like, well, dude, I'll tell you, you know, the bank won't break your legs. Well, it doesn't fucking have to. What it's doing is legal. The reason why a loan shark does it is because what he does is not legal. So you're like, what do you do? Take me to court? Breaks your leg. Hey, I'll fucking pay you. <laughs> no, I know. I'm a maniac. I'm becoming that guy. That conspiracy theory guy, you know those guys? You hang out with them, everything's cool for like the first 10 minutes you're watching the game, then all of a sudden he just looks at you like, dude, you know, there's no gold behind our currency. You realize that, don't you? You're like, oh yeah, that's great. Let me grab my drink. Let me, let me think I'm gonna walk over here and sit down and get away from end of days down here. When I last left Cherry Lynn, she was crying at the bar. Had to go down to the city, had to move a couple cars. Rose Shelburne Montgomery, his partner Alamar. Cherry Lynn kept crying, she begged me, please don't go. Alamar and Shelburne are bad trouble, don't you know? If I say no Jerry Lynn Jerry Lynn I found you I thought I found Lil Wynn Now you're gone Gone like the wind Jerry Lynn Come out, guns a blaze Would've made my final stand If I knew 
Sure.
Radiation and chemical dependence It's been a long, long road One day I'll be leaving You better believe I'll go running like hell That door Cause I
Charles the White and Barry's entry When they walked out in the smuggles Down the smelliest of the gentry They all sit down and plan him All the men and boys alike And cracked his head wide open With an elbow from her support And he woke up on a pack bench Just to smack it as a breeze And refused and held He screamed out loud And fell down on his knees Now God send me real I'm risky, I don't give a damn from where I'm freezing Christ like her So I don't believe you're really there You let me stop down here with a thousand going hurt. I pray you do forgive me as I grovel in the dungeon. That cheating was her game And then one night could not believe the words I read She had her boots under somebody else's bed So I grabbed her by the neck and I shook with all my might Behind these cold steel bars is where I lay tonight And now I'm singing this tombstone serenade You should have never broke that promise that you made I sing to you this tombstone serenade Dancer Christiana was her name She swore to me monogamy was her thing And then one night she disappeared with my lasso I caught her next door with that rustler from El Paso And I kicked that door down and I shot her in the side Then turned to him and said, you care to roll the dice? And now I'm singing this tombstone serenade She should have never broke that promise that she made I sing to you this tombstone serenade. That socialite Marie She was long and pretty as a woman ought to be And then I caught her drinking from another cup I caught my stallion and I quickly saddled up 
I drug her out of town down that dusty road. So here I'm standing with this rope around my throat. And now they're singing me this two-song serenade. I wish I'd never broke that promise that I made. And now they're singing this two-song serenade. Reminding me of those mistakes that I made. And now I'm singing this two-song serenade. Don't ever go and break the promises you made. I sing to you. This tombstone serenade We were sitting around the table When Uncle Bud goes It's a shame what happened to old Bubba Rose Nobody knows Bubba Rose killed his boss Nobody knows but they all suppose he got pissed off When he woke up that morning, who could tell He'd fall asleep that night in a jail cell Got on that forklift, went to moving star. When the clock hit ten, he went in to see his boss. You could hear him shout when he came back out. He just walked off. They're just like, uh, I think they're great. I don't want this to come off like, I don't want to come off here like I'm some woman here. Because, you know, 
I know I'm a psycho, but it's just like, I don't know, I just find them to be like relentless. Just every day, they, they just, they just got to come at you. They just wake up, they have an agenda, and so they're like these psycho robots that never run out of batteries, and every day they just keep fucking, just keep coming at you. Right? You got to deal with that every single day. Hey, honey, you want any shit? And you literally, you know, every day, it's, it's like waves hitting the beach, you know? Every day, just eroding a little more your life away, you know? Just waking up inch by inch. Every day, just... Why are you hanging out with him? He drinks too much. Where'd you buy that? That's ugly. Throw it out. So one day, you're just hanging out in the middle of a lagoon, just floating there with your baseball cards. And waving to your friends back on the shore. Don't get me tickets. I still like sports. Oh, here she comes. Here she comes. Hey, honey, how you doing? No, I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn how to, how to pick my battles with my girl, you know? That's what I am, you know? I used to argue all the time. I'm just trying to pick the battles. Some days, they, they come at you. You just, you just gotta let them go. You just let them go and follow them to whatever dumb shit they want to do. Like, hey, let's go get a picnic. We'll have a picnic. You bring the good bank and you fucking... Then other days, you just, you just gotta get your hand up. You just gotta just create this perimeter, something for them to bounce off, like, and you just send that psycho energy in another direction. Buy yourself a couple of hours for freedom before they bounce off something else. And they start coming back. Go see my parents. No, they're relentless. They never stop. And there's no reason for them to stop. You know why? Because you can't hit them. That's what it is. Think about that. There's no physical ramifications for being an asshole when you're a woman. Do you know how much of a, how much of a dick I would be if it was socially unacceptable to kick the shit out of me? Dude, I would be trashing everybody I saw. See some big muscle-bound guy, hey, I go to the fucking gym. Slap his protein shake out of me. Hey, go fuck yourself, right? But I can't do that, right? Every guy has a line, and if I cross the line, I get blasted in the face, totally acceptable, right? But with women, there's no line. They can just keep fucking, just keep coming at you. Dude, they can do stuff worthy of like a suplex, and they'll just stand right next to it. They don't even have the decency to run away. They'll like light your clothes on fire. They're like, ta-da, I did that shit. Oh yeah. I'm so proud of my work, I stuck around to see your reaction. I invited a couple of friends to heckle you as you try to stomp it out with your bare feet. Oh yeah, they'll like key your car, sign their name, Susan did this shit! And you're sitting like, now can I at least put her in a headlock, give her a couple of... Now I feel bad for women that you, you never get to feel that. You guys should, should do it to each other, you know, just every once in a while. Just haul off and just blast one of your friends in the face, you know? It's good for you. <laughs> no, I know, yeah, I know, it hurts. You know, you can't feel your nose, your ears are ringing, but I'm telling you, man, it, it clears your head. And it causes you to, like, evaluate yourself. I swear to God, any time I ever got punched in the face, I was always pissed, but at some point during the drive home, I'd always be thinking, like, you know, it's kind of being a dick back there, you know? <laughs> and I really think about it, I probably shouldn't have said that last shit, you know? You, 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 like, make that adjustment. <laughs> this guy's an asshole. I can't believe he's just gonna say this kind of thing. <laughs>
we walked along and talked along till we to the levelest ground. Then I picked up a stick of wood and I knocked that Boston bitch down. Watch me kill, watch me kill the Boston girl. Fell upon her bending knees, crying, Lord, have mercy on me.
will get the first copy, uh, and I'll have it sent to the goddamn Middle East, and I will be the first person to have it. Just so you know, it's gonna be signed and it'll, it'll be signed and, and you know all all sorts of horrible things done to it. But uh, yeah, yeah, just just saying. Just trying to just think saying. of the horrible things you can do to a CD and still make it work. But regardless, that's the end of the show. Here's one last song. Here's Men with Broken Hearts from Hank Williams Sr. Good night. Next episode is coming from Hank Williams Sr.'s grave. So fucking fuck. Bye. Fuckity fuck. Good night. You'll meet many just like me upon life's busy street. With shoulders stooped and heads bowed low and eyes that stare in defeat. For souls that live within the past, where sorrow plays all parts. For a living death is all that's left for men with broken hearts. You have no right to be the judge, to criticize and condemn. Just think, but for the grace of God, it would be you instead of him. One careless step or thoughtless deed, and then the misery starts. And to those who weep, death comes cheap, these men with broken hearts. Oh, so humble you should be when they come passing by. For it's written that the greatest men never get too big to cry. Some lose faith in love and life when sorrow shoots her darts and with hope all gone they walk alone these men with broken hearts you've never walked in that man's shoes or saw things through his eyes or stood and watched with helpless hands while the heart inside you dies Some were paupers, some were kings, and some were masters of the arts. But in their shame, they're all the same, these men with broken hearts. Life sometimes can be so cruel that a heart will pray for death. God, why must these living dead no pain with every breath? So help your brother along the road, no matter where he starts. For the God that made you made them too. These men with broken hearts. If you want to make an impact online, GoDaddy.com has what you need. .com names as low as $1.99. 
plus a world-class hosting, fast and easy website builders, and much, much more. Plus, when you enter the code POD149 when you check out, you'll save an additional 10% off your web hosting order. Get your pizza of the internet at GoDaddy.com. Some restrictions apply. See site for details.